0: to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you got some coffee or something to drink and you got a notepad because today we're going to really be getting into some scripture. I know I've been teaching a lot of the scripture. I've been talking about it, but it's so important to me. And when I pray over what I need to share or what I need to speak on, he always gives me his word and his word is the truth and it can never go wrong with that. Uh, so thank you. Like also too, for all of y'all support over the last few weeks, this is our last episode of the, the series starting from scratch. It has been great. How God has given me the right things to say in the right time and for the right people. Uh, in the beginning of the series, I did give you eight different tools that you can use to implement into your daily uh walk with Christ um, things that you can incorporate into your study time if you miss those go back and re listen to them it was a part one and part two um, I cannot remember the dates that I posted them but go back and check it out it is on the playlist uh, but all right so if you got your Bibles and if you got your notepads get to Matthew 28 we're going to be in Matthew 28 today but first of all I want to, I want to ask you two questions and I want you to go ahead and try to just um, you know, just think about them, ponder them for a moment. The first one is going to be what does it mean to be a disciple for Christ? What does it mean to be a disciple for Christ? For me, being a disciple for Christ is we have to serve like him to bring people to knowing him through our, we use our testimonies and our trials to encourage people that our God is a loving God, that he is a God of third, fourth, fifth chances that he forgives us no matter what, and his love never changes for us no matter what we do. You know, it's by his words and our actions that we are able to draw people closer to him. But just so you know, and I'm gonna say it, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart and the kindness, is you can give anyone tools and you can tell them how great our God is and you can share with them the things that they can use to grow their relationship with them, but you can't hold their hand every step of the way They are in charge of their own salvation. They have to put in the work to release the old them and to accept the new them through Christ and through baptism. And um, that is something that I don't want you out there burning your heart. Because for me, I tried to do that. I tried to hold my baby brother's hand and just to get him to that cross. I felt like for a moment there in our time that it was like I was dragging him there. But it wasn't until I actually, believe it or not, released him. I know that sounds silly, but when I released him, I just gave it to God and just continued in prayer and fasting for him that he woke up, that he realized that uh sister can't carry me. You know, I can't uh, ask her to do all these things for me. I know she's praying for me. I know I see the things that's happening in her life, but it wasn't until he decided that he needed to be all in for his own salvation that a light bulb clicked. And I just want you to to encourage you with that. It's the same thing for us as wives. Maybe our husband isn't on that same spiritual level uh, as we are. Don't force it on them. Don't um, pull them to the cross. Just encourage them. Continue to um, serve your husband. Continue to serve your partner to, you know, give them confirmation that you love them no matter what. Of all their flaws and all their... When they... Put the dirty laundry outside of the hamper, you love them anyway. Uh, For those of you who are out there and have husbands or significant others that do that, just give me an amen right now. Uh, But the second question I wanted to ask is where can we be disciples for Christ? Where can we be disciples for Christ? The answer is anywhere. We can do it anywhere. Sometimes new believers think that we can only lead someone to Christ inside a church, inside a building. Hello. I just want to let you know, honey, that we as people are the church. The building is great. I love being able to go inside a church and to feel the spirit and to have the the moments of worship and the teachings of whoever's speaking in those moments. But it can happen anywhere. Just a few weeks ago, I had teenagers in my house and just being able to show God's love to them through my actions and serving them and being a disciple of Christ's word and just serving them in that moment and allowing my house to be filled with laughter and loudness. It was just amazing. I love it. But we can disciple anywhere. And because of that night opening my home and allowing teenagers in, there was two that God connected me a little bit closer to, that God was preparing us as um, a, a relationship to prepare for the trial that was coming. And I just love how he works like that. But uh, if you got your Bibles and your notepad, get to Matthew 28 we're gonna be in verses 16 through 20 and what this story that you're gonna to hear today we're gonna to learn how Jesus prepared his disciples for a life of ministry you know I want you to listen close because we can do just as he he had his disciples do in this moment you know after Jesus had been raised from the dead he met with his disciples over a 40 day period 40 day period I'm gonna stop right there for a second because numbers are so important to our God He uses numbers throughout Scripture. We see repetitive numbers. The number 40 and the number 7 is so significant to me. And I can't wait to share that uh, later on. But uh, pay attention whenever you read Scripture. He repeats numbers. And they all mean something. I might do a series or something on on numbers. Because it's important. Um, There's a significance behind it. But during this time, Jesus told the disciples even more about God's kingdom. Then Jesus, obviously, and the eleven disciples went to the mountain of Galilee. And that's what we're going to start reading in Matthew 28, uh, verse 16 through 20. And I'm reading out of the NIV. It says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to him to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. I am sorry. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So I want to look real quick at three specific verses. I want to break them down. Uh, so verse 18, I'm gonna read it again. It says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has has been given to me. So this is Jesus speaking to the disciples. Jesus is the son of God. He has always had authority. But after Jesus died and on the cross and rose from the dead, God gave him all authority in heaven and on earth. Jesus is the king over all nations now. You know, he rules over God's kingdom. Verse 19, take a look at it. It says, Therefore and go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus gave the disciples a job to do. To go out into the world and preach the gospel. For them to make disciples of people in every single nation. Who? They did not have uh, Teslas back then. They did not have Dodges. They did not have Fords. They had feet. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Uh, But anyway, whatever God calls you to do, do it. I like to walk in what he calls me to do barefooted Uh, but he told them to go and tell people uh, because he died on the cross for them and their sins they are forgiven and they are set free and if they believe in him and for what he did then they as disciples too can baptize them in the name of the Father of the Son and the Holy Spirit and this is showing a huge act that we have to let go of our old life and our old sins To live a brand new life with Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Uh, You know, verse 20, take a look at it. It says, And teaching them, this is again Jesus talking so, And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. People who have trusted in Jesus as their Savior have been forgiven of their sins. No matter what it is. They do not want to live no longer. These are people who do not no longer want to live a way that they were living but to live a brand new way they want to live holy lives because obeying god's word is what we're called to do that and also that we're never alone no matter what god is always with us he is always by our side he is in us he is beside us i said that in the last episode um, and, and i love that thinking of that like he is with me right now he is inside of me he is all around me um he lives inside of each one of you out there who's listening And so being baptized by the Spirit means we are united as one with other believers who have given their life to Christ. You are made new in a new spiritual family. I am so grateful for my spiritual family. God has brought so many people into my life that I can't say thank you enough for Him. And they have changed my life for the better. They have been there when blood family has slipped away. And that's okay. That's okay because God always provides and again, you know, I said this in the previous episode, that baptism is an outward expression of our identity in Christ. In the Great Commission here, and that's what this is all about, Matthew 28, is Jesus calls each one of us to step out in faith and to spread the good news in which is his word. You know, doing this puts puts faith in action. And when you obey this, that tells us, You know, and that he tells us that you can go out there and change lives. You can move mountains spiritually that you thought you never could before. It may be spreading the word at your job, at school, community. Maybe it's a random stranger out there. I know he's done that to me so many times. And in those moments, I kind of like, no, God, I'm not doing it. Like, no, it's crazy. And then the spirit kind of just moves my feet. (laughs) But yeah, when he tells you to do something, you have to do it. You have to obey it, you know. And it could be also even within your household. That's huge to be to be spreading um, His word throughout your household and protecting that and protecting uh, the people in your house and your household in general. You know, it is our duty as believers to honor and glorify Him by bringing others to know Him. But again, we cannot hold their hand every step of the way. You know, but when He places this on our heart to reach out to people, we have to act in obedience and let his will be carried out, whatever it will be, you know. You can, again, give people the tools. You can share your testimony. And you don't have to share everything. You just share what you want to share uh, because there are some things that are left between you and God, you know. And a lot of times that's okay. People struggle with that when they share their testimony. But there are some things that are left between you and God that are sacred, you know. But if you also, too, get in a chance to read in the book of Acts... It goes into detail about the disciples journey that Jesus set for them you know Luke wrote the book of Acts and he is known to be you know being a physician he's a doctor you know the purpose of this book is so important it shows record and growth of the church in itself it reflects of um, you know concentrating to the to the gospel of Christ to see the Holy Spirit works through the disciples so with that I want you to go back and reread Matthew 28, 16 through 20, and then go into the book of Acts and read that. You know, it is our mission to go out there as believers to go and tell people about him. It is too good to hold it inside, too good to hold it captive. But I want you to think about it too, like this week, like who has God placed on your heart to share his word with? Maybe it's today. Maybe you can pray on it and he can show you this week like someone that he wants you to share his word with. What can you do today also to show an outward action that Christ is the center of your life? What can you do today to show an outward action that Christ is the center of your life? It doesn't have to be long and drawn out. It can be simple. I'm going to put a post on my Facebook and Instagram page. And if you do the second question that I asked... I want you to go and comment your answer to the to that in the post because I want to be able to share God's word and what we do through our actions to encourage and inspire others because this person here may do something that there was a person that's kind of like, oh, I don't know, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know if it's the right thing. But you have no idea that our actions and people watching us gives them encouragement and gives them the the. I guess the ability for them to step out of their comfort zone, to inspire them to be able to do things that they never thought they were called to do. You know, this is also a simple story here in the great about the great commission that you can share with someone and get that conversation started. It literally is just a couple verses long. You don't even have to share the entire verse. You can just pick a part kind of like I did and just share those with them. But I encourage you to go out there and be disciples of Christ and be uh, warriors of his army. And don't be afraid to share his word that whenever uh, you feel that uncomfortable awkwardness and he's putting someone on your heart, it's because he wants you to move. He wants you to uh, reach out to that person and to be able to spread his word with them. And it doesn't have to specifically be this. It can be any scripture that comes to your mind, uh, you know, it can be something about somebody who's trying to figure out their purpose. You can use, you know, um, anything, anything that you, just comes to your mind in that moment. But this is a simple story that you can share with somebody. But that is all I have for you guys today. I love. It's a short, shorter episode. I know it's a shorter message, but it's so such impact such impact it can have on someone is getting out there getting out of our comfort zone and going and doing what he called us to all do just like he did the disciples uh be sure to tune in for next week's episode and also on tuesday for the psalms of fall bonus episodes continue as always be blessed and stay focused